Captain's Log. Episode 44. This week's episode of the Beer Avengers podcast is sponsored by Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars. Located at 35-11 Ditmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. Check out their new lunch specials and happy hours every Tuesday through Friday. Enjoy the eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items. At Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars, home bar to yours truly, Captain Porter Brown Stout. This week, Beer Wonder and the Captain catch up and reminisce about our various beer ventures, enjoy some new pours, and generally ponder the rules and ramifications of following the Beer Avengers' golden rule. Spoiler alert, it's in this week's title. Remember to like, star, and subscribe us whenever that feels appropriate. And send us your emails at thebeervengers at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just like hearing us talk about you on the show. And now, without further ado, please enjoy episode 44, Don't Be a White Boy Summer Dick. Well, we're the beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers. We're the beer, Avengers. Welcome to the beer cast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Astoria, Queens, I am Captain Porter Brownstout. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the County of Kings, it is I, the Beer Wonder! And we are... The... The Beer... Yeah. I like how that one landed. That's right. We're the Beer Avengers. You're the Beer Avengers in here, out there, all around the world, Mr. and Mrs. America, and all the ships at sea. I, I don't know if anyone's listening to us while they're at sea. Uh, yesterday, we had this weird, massive download that all came from, or upload uh, from uh, Parts Unknown, my favorite uh, location. So it could I, have been that on could a ship. be a boat. It could be a never boat. can. Although tell. I, I still, I still argue it's the aliens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there could have been aliens on a boat. Yes, on a spaceboat. Yes, a spaceboat or a, <laughs> or, or a boat that a spaceboat that doubles as a conventional boat because you know the alien technology is uh, Natural, you know course. off the charts. Yeah, of um, course. just like the location of them. Uh, welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, we, we I hope you haven't missed us too much the last few weeks. We're happy to be back here again uh, to be sharing our. So yes, I guess uh, we would call this uh, another day drinking with uh, with yeah. with Captain and Beer Wonder. Uh, mm-hmm. just the two of us, and we have some wonderful beers and uh, lots of great things to talk about. So before we do anything, uh, let's get to the pours, all right, Beer Wonder? I mean, I'm, 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 I'm parched, absolutely parched. Uh, well, and, 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 and I was going to say, since you let me go first last time, I think it would only be polite for you to go first this time. Well, how kind of you. Well, uh, I am pleased, again, to be bringing us a... Sponsored pour. Sponsored pour from Astoria yeah. Beer and Cheese Ditmars at 35-11 Ditmars in Astoria, Queens. Why, only the finest in beer coming from Astoria. Absolutely. Of course. Um, and in fact, today, in honor of them, I do have my lovely Astoria Beer and Cheese uh, glassware. Oh, yes. The uh, one uh, when you acquired at the uh, anniversary party. Exactly. Um, and it feels appropriate because the beer I am drinking today is not a traditional beer wonder beer. Oh, no. Oh, yes. This would definitely be more of a captain beer. In fact, it is a beer that the captain has had in my presence before. Um, and I am very excited to enjoy it 
a, a bit more for myself. It is the Hey Hey from our friends at Evil Twin Brewing, collaborating with their friends at Three Chiefs Handcrafted Ales out of Los Angeles. So I'm going to call this one, with permission, a bi-coastal beer. I, I think that fits. Yeah, absolutely. That seem right. Awesome. Well, I, I remember tasting a little bit of yours, uh, and I'm excited to get a little bit more for myself. So let's crack this bad boy open. Very fresh crack. I don't know if you could hear that. That was very loud. <laughs> oh, I could hear it. Yeah, no. Trust me. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a look at this one. Mm, see, it's like a chocolate cake. Yeah, just the whole thing looks like a chocolate cake from from the from the base of it to the very tight bubbles up at the top. Um, it's they're actually the head is dissipating pretty quickly because it's a slightly larger bubble. Um, but it I can smell everything. It's it's floral. It's got some of that plum action. It's got some coffee, chocolate, and vanilla already happening. It's everything I remember and excited to get to enjoy myself. Oh, you're so, making me want to, as soon as this podcast is over, go r- walk right over and grab some of that uh-huh. uh, because oh, I'm, it's, it's a really good beer. Yeah. Well, my oh, yeah. beer, my beer uh, also happens to be a sponsored pour from a story of beer and cheese dip merge. Yes, it's also a sponsored pour. Now, we've talked before. Uh, I don't know if we how open we've been about this, uh, how much we show you behind the, the curtain, <laughs> the, the how, how uh, the sausage is made here. Yes. Sometimes... We always try and have good beers on the show. Uh, sometimes we do give precedent to silly names or concepts. I think we all remember my big red cock. Yes, and unicorn well, yeah, farts. which is a beer from uh, yes, and unicorn farts. Absolutely. So we we we're we're suckers for that sort of thing. So in that spirit, I couldn't resist this new beer. You know, because you know how we've been talking about like the hot girl summer, the hot vac summer, all the yeah. different oh, things yeah. people were trying to do this. Well, this is the White Boy Summer from Greenpoint. Oh my goodness! Oh, and it's it's, it's is that Brett on the front of it? Or that is Brett. Brett have- that is Brett. At, and there, I someone else. I didn't realize this because I don't. I, I'm uh-huh. I'm too old. Uh, but they're all they're all these these famous White Boy douchebags uh, oh. on the bodies of Pokemons. Oh, oh, gotta catch them. So all. yeah, so if you see that, like yeah, Brett uh-huh. there, he's on like some kind of a dragony thing. Oh um, and there's Matt Gates over there. Oh, mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. I think Mitch McConnell's up in one oh, of the yeah. corners over here. And there's Ted I Cruz. See. Ted Cruz, everyone's yeah. favorite white boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so this wow. I, I had to, I had to bring this one for the can art alone. Uh, well, but this I, is a a, uh, a uh, double dry hopped double IPA. Oh wow! Oh god, that is that is that is some basic white boy action there. And I know that Brett Kavanaugh likes beer. We'll have to see if he might enjoy this one. Maybe that's why he was the he gave the center position. Probably. And that's a beautiful fresh crack right there. I love it. All right. And it's an IPA into the story beer and cheese glass. Ooh, this one's pouring pretty smooth. Um, Ooh, it's, it looks like it's fairly clear. I mean, the carbonation is pretty intense. I'm seeing a lot of bubble action, but it does look fairly filtered. Is that right? Um, I don't know. Or it looks kind of, uh, you're, you're right. It does look that way on camera, but yeah, I, I can't see through it. Oh, wow. Okay. Nice, hazy. But, and you've got good head retention there. So there's going to be yeah. certainly like a protein quality to it. Um, but yeah, it looks, uh, it's a very good looking situation right here. Um, right. So, well, hopefully it does not turn you into a douchebag white boy just by drinking it. But at least no, we can, no, you know. I, uh, I'll, 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 uh, I'll have to do a cleanse afterwards if, if it happens. All right. Well, cheers. Cheers. etc. Oh, that's very delicious. Oh. Really smooth. Got that nice double uh, sweetness going on there. Mm-hmm. Smooth finish. See, 
Captain, I distinctly remember you drinking this one, the one that I've got, the Hey Hey. Um, yeah. And uh, I mean, it's, you know, this is not a, a beer wonder kind of beer, but it really, I mean, it's basically, it's a pastry stout. It's clocking in at a lovely 12%. Um, it's got a really good vanilla and coconut quality to it. The coconut's not super intense. Definitely cacao nibs and chocolate. But the thing that they do is they put in a vanilla salt in this one. I don't know if you recall that. It, it's been a while since I had it. So yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. So there is a distinctly salty undertone that comes out of it. Okay. And so for me, it's got a lot of that like salted chocolate chip cookie. You know what I'm talking about, right? Where you like yeah, yeah. salt on the chocolate chip cookie. It's kind of like they did that to my beer. Um, and it's just so good. It's it's for, for you know, of course, it's, it's a pastry stout. It's an imperial. It's There's a lot happening here. But it is decidedly the kind of thing that has that refreshing quality because of the salt that makes it. And it's not very, it's not super thick. It does kind of feel like a summertime stout to me, which seems only appropriate, right? A, a summertime stout, but but remind me again what the uh, APV, a, ABV on that one is. Oh, 12. So you're going to get okay. real trashed at the beach, but yeah. at least it'll be kind of refreshing. <laughs> oh, no, I, I just, I just, I, for some reason, I just found out the uh, little, I have to read the the the, the, the writing on, on the can. Oh, please do. One. Yes, very important. You go into Don's pool party later. Everyone who's anyone is going to be there. If you don't show, I'm afraid he might get the wrong idea. Loyalty is everything with this guy. Now go in there and introduce yourself. We've got a primary to win. <laughs> that is, uh, that's the writing on the white boy summer beer. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And who is yeah. this again? This is Greenpoint, right? This is Greenpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's got, uh, like I said, there's uh, Rudy's there. Gates mm-hmm. is there. Uh, Don Jr. Yeah, and All it's a good, our... and yet it's a really good beer. So it is it. It's got like fruity qualities to it. What's I'm the nose to, yeah. like? It's uh, I mean, it's got a a mild hoppiness uh, okay. to it. Uh, yeah, the uh, the I mean, the the fruit profile is it's nothing nothing that pops you up and you know, gets you in the face, but sure. it has that that really that classic. Uh, um, double IPA flavor, very yep. smooth finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not that not the bitter hops that you associate with the single IPAs. It's uh, sure. really, really very good. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't see what the the doubles usually have a high ABV, but uh, the writing on this thing is pretty small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it seems that like, though, yeah, it's it's the kind of thing that you would have, uh, you know, at a pool at Don's pool party. Clearly, right? Absolutely, um, yeah. With all the with all the other uh, awkward white boys, well. All yeah, except I would are... think I would think Don's pool party would be, you know, they'd be having like Yingling and uh, and, and you know, or or or, or that what they would do is they would because uh, uh, who who so I heard someone uh, like Kavanaugh would be the kind of guy who would uh, who would bring it bring a cheap six pack to the party and drink the expensive stuff that someone else had. Yes, that sounds about right. <laughs> that that makes perfect sense. Um, well, I mean, all of these guys come from the side of the aisle that we're not necessarily in love with, but we have had yeah. our own weird white boy summer situation. Uh, we sure have here in in New York State with everything that's been going on with with our governor. Captain, you want to catch the folks up in case for some reason they missed it? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, did you happen to, you're so busy, you probably weren't watching the speech, were you? Oh, no, I watched, uh, I, I saw that he was making an announcement at 11.45, and you, I okay. assumed it was going to, and he had had his lawyer on beforehand, so I assumed it was going to be a defense, and I was like ready to eat some popcorn and watch this whole trash fire go down, so I was a little stunned. Okay, you, you're I mentioning it. I, I think I think everyone was. I think the entire media was stunned. Somehow he managed to write this speech, and nobody leaked what it was. I, yeah, now because he resigned, it, it, it was be fascinating clear, yeah. to me. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert: He resigned. Yeah, uh, right. Within 14 days. Uh, but the crazy <laughs> part about it is, I'm I'm listening to NPR, and mm-hmm. they just cut into their 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 broadcast with it, and then I, so I just turn on the TV and and start watching him doing sure. this. And uh, and and the, the the thing at the bottom of the screen just says Cuomo making statement. Oh wow! And then when it became clear that this is what the statement was, then they changed it to Cuomo resigning. That's how oh, in the wow. dark everyone was about this whole thing. That's incredible. Well, yeah, it's like it, did. it was, and it, he was sort of like hinting. There's a part of the speech where first he was spent a while just uh, just defending himself. Uh, right. And saying, you know, trying to have the has some of the weird, awkward, uncomfortable mix is like, I'm sorry I did this, and this is how I remembered, and this is whatever. But then he starts going on to this whole thing where he's uh, he's like, and uh, oh yeah, it's like the this this would be this would just take over government at a time when people are needed, and I'm starting to think he sounds like he's resigning. Yeah, <laughs> and he did. And then he did. Well, and what was so interesting to me was that, like, we got a non-apology. It felt like the apology that was given over the thing was an apology to his daughters for disappointing them. And while I can respect that that is a discussion he's probably going to need to have with his kids, um, doesn't really feel like all the people who may have voted for him or in some cases did not vote for him, uh, you know, uh, like... The people he represents may also need an apology for him being a bad person. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, and the, the, I mean, and, and beyond that, of course, the women who he was like doing horrible things to. Like, there's a lot of other people that also need an apology that I feel like are not being given one here. And it's certainly a shame we had to get here this way, but it does mean we will be having our first ever female governor in New York, which also occurred yeah. to me that because I looked it up because I was pretty sure about this. Uh, the only time we've ever had someone who's governor uh, who is not a white man mm-hmm. is when a white man has resigned. Really? Well, think about it. the other one was uh, oh, Elliot yeah. Spitzer. He resigned yeah, yeah, and we yeah. had David Patterson. Right. I remember but, that. Um, oh, gosh. I, yeah. And I think he was he was the first black mayor and the first or, uh, governor uh, and governor, the first yeah. blind governor. Uh, yeah, I remember that. And uh, this will be the first uh, female governor. Right. Well, she's. I, I heard her uh, speech today, and she. I seems, missed that. Yeah. Uh, she seems ready to go. Um, you know, she's taking it pretty seriously, but we don't really get to call her governor for. Um, what is it? Thirteen more days. Well, yeah. You, you'll, days? When you'll be listening to it, will be uh, just just more a little bit more than a week before this is going to happen. But yeah, he announced it's going to be fourteen days uh, at the time of this recording. Been one day, so. Um, Another five days or so when you're hearing this. So it's, you know, it'll it'll go by like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Kathy Hochul, who we will all have as governor very soon, uh, seems pretty great. Seems like ready to go. Um, uh, but we've got a gubernatorial election coming up pretty soon. And I'll be curious to see how that continues to shake things up. Because what I'm hearing in the rumor mill is that Tish James 
our illustrious attorney general who broke all of this, who many people were a little bit concerned about. I remember during the election cycle because they were they thought that she wouldn't be hard enough on Cuomo. She wouldn't be able to stand up to him. Ultimately winds up being one of the people who leads the charge to take him down. Right. But there are rumblings that she may be considering a run. And um, I've been watching Tish James since she was um, working here in the County of Kings when she was representing uh, the arts district here Mm -hmm. uh, in sort of like Fort Greene area. Uh, And she is a true powerhouse. So very good. um, I'm very excited about Kathy, uh, but I'd also be very excited about Tish. And I'm glad Andrew has, or will soon be exiting stage right? Left? Yes. I don't yes. know. And Centered this is, down uh, the aisle. And, and, and I think there are probably some people looking at it saying hypocrites because we all loved him so much a year ago. But I will right. also say that is the only time I've ever had anything positive to say about him. It's true. I mean, it's, I remember... Uh, when, if you take when he... if you take away the the politics and you add in a little bit more intelligence... There's a lot about his personality, the bullying nature of his personality that was not too many degrees removed from the orange guy we just got rid of. Right. Well, I mean, it was interesting because he was actually providing leadership in March, April of 2020, where our president wasn't. So people looked at him and were like, he seems great. And, we, and all the, the New Yorkers were sort of like, Aah. we were, but I think we were, but a lot of us were still, I mean, okay, if the bully's willing to act like a right. human, Right, we will exactly. rally around him. I think that's really what we yeah. saw. Like because because a lot of us, those of us who usually vote on the Democratic side, yes. have gritted our teeth a few times when we voted for mm-hmm. him because he just seemed to be the the best choice, uh, lesser of whatever. Um, yeah. But uh, anyway, so I'm looking forward to the new governor. Yes, very much so. Well, Kathy Hochul, the Beer Avengers have your back. Um, let us know how we can help. Also, please let us continue to ship beer in New York State because, like, that's kind yeah. of awesome. Yeah, and uh, and and if you can, uh, you know, with all this, uh, the way things are going uh, with the new variant, maybe uh, mm-hmm. maybe let people do to go cocktails again. Maybe oh, yeah. maybe extend that to next year. Yeah, we I think the beer vengers. We should put together a whole list of proposals uh, of yes. how how we can increase beer venging uh, across the state of New York. Absolutely. I mean, uh, granted, the, those of us uh, who have been vaccinated are, are mm-hmm. we, we can go anywhere still. That's uh, true. And that's, that's still as as uh, I, I now by the time here's something that's very timely, because oh, I yeah. believe that we are going to be releasing this. You know, the first time people will be listening to this is on oh. August 16th, oh, my which goodness, is yeah. the day that mm-hmm. bars and restaurants and I think other I, I, I maybe in, gyms, entertainment movie theaters, spaces, yeah. yeah. So and gyms will yeah. all have to require vaccination. Yeah, um, we're we're not seeing. I haven't seen a whole lot as to how that will be enforced. Uh, if they're going to absolutely have to check every person every time, like uh, like my feeling to say if I'm I'm a regular somewhere and right. even a regular to the degree where they know I'm vaccinated. Once this is, I should show it to them so they have they in case anyone asks, they have seen my proof. Yeah. Maybe the next time I come in, I don't have to show it again. If they, if they remember seeing it, whatever. Yeah. I will show it. I'll show it whenever anyone wants me to show it. Oh, it please. sounds a little, yeah. <laughs> but, That's uh, awkward. That's awkward. Uh, yeah, but, I, you know. that was a bad phrasing there, but you know what yeah. I'm saying. Well, I, I know for, for many gyms uh, and other like fitness type establishments, they are now asking people to basically give them proof and then they will be signed off in their system. And so either you send them a picture or you just, when you come on, you show them. And then as a part of your membership to that location, you know, if if I had a membership at a gym or at a a, a fitness area place, 
um, they just sort of mark off that I'm vaccinated in their system and that's taken care of. I think where it's going to be trickier is like what you're saying, you know, if you want to go and have a beer at the pony bar or something like that, who's going to be enforcing that? And I've talked with some of my friends in the restaurant industry um, and people who work, you know, uh, in bars and restaurants who are, I think, of two minds about this. Some are very, very excited is what I'm hearing because they feel like people will have a higher comfort level. You know, even though we are learning a lot about that vaccinated people can still carry the variant, but clearly it's not as effective or it's not as severe for those of us with vaccines. Right. Um, they're feeling that by having fully vaccinated spaces, it's going to make people a lot more comfortable to go into them, which is a great boon, especially as we start to move into the fall, um, where it's going to be a little bit cold to be eating outdoors or drinking outdoors. Um, but at the same time, they're nervous about what it's going to mean to not only have to staff the ability to check this in the same way that they might check your ID at a bar, you know, this is another thing that people have to check for. Uh, and a lot of my server friends, those at least who have gone back, are nervous just about people being dicks. Because it yeah. just feels like another thing people can be a dick about, right? Well, it, it, it is. It's, and it, it, it goes more to, and, and unfortunately, I don't have a smart way to implement this in a time yeah. when understaffing is already bad. But remember when I, uh, oh, this was back, I think, in May when uh, the Belgian babe and I went to a couple places right. that mm-hmm. were doing some protocols mm-hmm. uh, and hearing some horror stories from some of the servers about people right. being dicks. Yeah. About when they said, oh, I'm sorry, you can't come inside. And then, like, all of a sudden getting really insulting towards them. And I know physically violent, but I'm sure that that could happen as well. Yeah, um, and just suggesting that they're... I think there needs to be a new job called uh, vaccine bouncer. Yeah, I mean, you, it, it would. It, it's like I said, I don't know if they have the money or or if the staffing is there. So that's why I'm frustrated how to implement it. Uh, but but I think what that would be is like that all these places would have to have someone at the front door, like that you'd have like the velvet rope at a at a nightclub, and mm-hmm. they would take care of all that stuff. Yeah, and the thing is, like, and bouncers, I. I, I they they are they are they are used to all sorts of abuse, and right. they're just like it's 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 part of the job. Uh, I wouldn't want that job, but it's it's nope. uh, it's respect. It's, uh, but I think I think some kind of a buffer between between the front of the restaurant and the people who are just trying to do their jobs, and who, yeah, when they I signed agree. up for that job, never signed up for the kind of abuse they've had to put up with this past year. Yeah, most definitely. Well, I, I, uh, in, in, in this past week or in the past couple of weeks, I've actually, uh, well, first off, I, before we get into that, I do want to know, um, what do you think of this, this, uh, this arrangement? The fact that we are now going to be requiring people who want to engage with the food culture, the, the drinks culture, the entertainment culture of, of Gotham will now. Be I wish we'd been doing it since June. I mean, as, as soon as like vi- vaccines became widely available, I, I'm, I'm what, what took them so long is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I, I really think that uh, I was saying before uh, whenever, but I think, I think there was a, we were all being lulled into a false sense of security before the Delta variant really took off right. that people were saying like, Oh, well, you know, we don't have to really worry about that much anymore. And like, yeah, actually I think we do. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, so I'm, you know, it, it's, it's, it goes back to that old uh, Winston Churchill quote about, uh, yeah, you can always count on uh, Americans to, do the right thing after they've tried everything else. Of course. Something like that. I, I, I may be slightly misquoting him. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm glad they're doing it. I just wish they, uh, they had done it sooner. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's going to be ultimately be a good thing for anybody who's there. And it also, you know, it is we've tried a lot of carrots to try and get people to be vaccinated. Yeah. And this is sort of an attempt at a stick a little bit. Because one, one, one thing I, I do like about it is is the idea that um, it's being much more focused on vaccine than masks. Hmm, because okay. I will I'm, I, I always have a mask with me. I always uh, I always wear it when that's the policy. Uh, I also feel, though, if we are in more vaccinated spaces, there can be a little more leeway there. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, not yeah. for me to decide. But yeah. but if someone is, is wanting to give me leeway because we're all vaccinated here, I think that's a safe thing to do. Yeah. And I think I think we're that 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 may I mean, while I think both public measure, you know, public health measures are important. I agree that it's going to make me feel a little bit more comfortable if I go into a bar or restaurant knowing that everyone is vaccinated to be sitting there without a mask on. It just yeah. gives me that added level of comfort, um, you know, even in these weird times. But um, speaking of groups that, that I think have the capacity to do this, um, I uh, did a little bit of uh, day drinking myself with our dear friends Nutpool and Wheat Lightning. And uh, say what you will about Nutpool. Say what you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went to Coney Island Brewery uh, after work at our day jobs. Uh, and uh, they had people standing right outside who were checking IDs, which is sort of part of their their thing and i could see how that would be matching the ids with the excelsior pass well they weren't checking excelsior pass yet um but they were uh but they but their their standard practice has always been does not matter who you are how old you are you have to they're just checking ids like they always check for IDs. exactly and so for for them uh, it's going to be a pretty easy transition because they've already got couple people out front who are always making sure that everyone's, you know, doing right. Then it will just become the game of if you want to sit inside, you'll need to also show your Excelsior pass or your, um, your sure. vaccine card. Yeah, that makes sense. Sit outside, you can, you can kind of do whatever you want. So, um, but it was, it was lovely. I want to shout out to one of my favorite bartenders there, Kelly, who is just ace always. Uh, and uh, had a couple of very nice, uh, had a delightful Fodor Pilsner there that was just absolutely beautiful. Oh, cool. uh, and a very light, um, very drinkable pale ale that was sort of more like a hazy pale ale. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also had terrific nachos. So should you find yourself down by the beach, again, buddies at Coney Island Brewery, partially owned by our dear friends at Sam Adams, uh, always, always a good time. And their more interesting beers do tend to show up at the brewery itself. I'll keep that in mind. But I know you, we've all, we've had, um, you know, in, in the couple of weeks we've been off, we've actually done a decent amount of drinking, haven't we? We have. Uh, well, the first one, like just a couple of days after, uh, after our last recording, we uh, yeah. finally made it down to Blind Tiger again. Oh, it, was really, yeah, it was great. And I was so happy. It was, uh, I'm glad you chose a Friday because uh, mm. it was really nice to see Susanna. Our favorite bartender yes. there. Yes. Oh, no yes. disrespect to the other bartenders there. No, of uh, course. I've. Uh, I think I've. I think I've told this story here before. Uh, there was one time I was there with a the Belgian babe, and mm-hmm. uh, and 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 she was trying to get Susanna's attention because we knew her from when she worked at the Pony Bar, and right. so we like sometimes we do go there specifically to see her, and then uh, you know she she was apologizing to one of the other bartenders that she was giving, you know, favoritism to Susanna, and 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 he said no 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 every bartender here has those people. <laughs> it's like the bartenders there are so good that they all have their own individual followings. <laughs> yes. Most definitely. Um, well, I was surprised, honestly, at how busy it was. Now, partially it was because there was a birthday party happening. There. Yes. Um, we man- we managed to pretty much keep the conversation going, but it was, that was, a, that was a bit of a challenge, but yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. this was like, it was it like three o'clock in the afternoon or something. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah, it was surprisingly, uh, 
early on the day. In, uh, yeah. Or, or, I mean, you know, in the drinking day, let's put it that way. Sure. But yeah, I remember, I, I think the first thing I had there was, uh, I think it was a Bell's uh, Expedition Stout. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. which is one of their fancy stouts. Uh, when they when Bells first came here a few years back and they had a big tap takeover, their Kalamazoo stout is kind of their main regular mm-hmm. thing. And it's it's pretty top of the line as well. But a lot of their uh, expedition is one of their best uh, Imperials. And I'm so glad they had there. But when then, then I went up to this, uh, they had these Firestone Walkers. I, I think they were, they were technically called Strong Ale, but they were yes. very, very darkly colored. They were- and they were very, very, very strong. <laughs> they were as well, yes. Uh, but they were more the color and the taste of of a, like a barrel-aged uh, barley wine stout kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't make it through quite all of them, but uh, I, I, I made it through enough of them that the end of it was a bit of a blur. Yes, well... I mean, it was, I was going to say, I, you, you allowed me to taste along, which was delightful. Yeah. And they were all, they got increasingly, at least to my taste, more plummy. But of course, at that rate, I was getting drunker and drunker. So everything, sure. you know, everything gets uh, a little bit fuzzy. Um, and also it was good to have uh, food there. It was, um, it was, it was nice to see that their kitchen is, is, is full service because they really have nice food. I mean, their beer is so good. I don't think of them as for their food, but they've right. got some great uh, roast beef, they uh, like a steakhouse sandwich yes. thing, which is so good yeah pulled pork was my choice which is always my go-to but um yeah. just always always really excellent um and i did notice that i think i had mentioned uh on a previous podcast that they did uh they have closed down streets nearby and there was like outdoor in street seating and i was happy to see that that at least in the past couple of weeks has continued to be a thing um uh, yeah. i didn't see it was a warm day and it was middle of the day so it was pretty sunny so i didn't see anyone sitting out there but it was good to see that they at least had that option available. Oh yeah, too. it's all over my neighborhood too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, but that was that was a fun uh, adventure, uh, and it yeah, was also even nice even though they took away the to go uh, open container stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, outdoor dining is not going anywhere anytime soon. No, well, I I mean I think that open container is officially gone officially, but I wouldn't be surprised. I've, well, what I've I mean it. is, I th- I think the the deal was that the to-go draft beer and to-go cocktails are almost they're, because they're not sealed that they would fit yes. under an open container right. law and that's gotcha. why that's why it was a temporary loophole but really I, th- I think I think because it's not sealed it's the same way they like I think they're I think there are rules against bars serving jello shots because really? it's not because it's not coming out like anything that is pre-mixed by the bar I don't think is allowed <sighs> Yeah, I know, but That's... which is which is very loosely enforced. Uh, I know. I was going to say because I have definitely had Jello shots at a bar. Um, I have as well, but I think I have yeah. a I have a friend who who uh, was an owner of a bar for a while. Who they were doing it for a while, and then they had to stop because they got a um, ticket or something. Yeah, I hate it when the I hate it when the the, the well because it seems so arbitrary because I'm sure there's yeah. they, they crack down on some people and not on other people. I know it's ridiculous. Uh, but it was a lovely trip to Blind Tiger. I hope that it that was, is the yeah. uh, the first of many as we continue to sort of work out into the world. Yeah. Um, and then I uh, bounced out of town for a little bit, uh, and you met up with some of our fellow Beer Avengers for what sounded like a great evening. It was. Uh, if you've been following our Instagram, you may have may have caught the kill wall. I don't even know which ones of those beers to mention. I'll probably put them up again next week when this airs. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, let's see, it was. Uh, you know, I'm going to leave someone's name out and feel real shitty about it. So we'll save that for hookups if I do. 
Uh, but it was, uh, it was myself. Uh, it was the Belgian babe. It was at uh, the residence of Huck and Cider Girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mother Pucker was there. Yeah. The Globe Hopper was there and his lovely mm-hmm. wife. Um, like I said, we have to get her on the show so we can stop just we calling do. her his we wife. To, we, need to, uh, we need to give her a name. Um, who else? Who else? Uh, were there were there dogs? Would another one of our Belgian drinkers? Oh, have that's been right. Of dogs? course, the Bel- mm-hmm. the Bel- the Belgian uh, Belgian blonde and uh, and and oh, I think now now the lager lass is that what we've named Carol? I believe so. Mm-hmm. I okay, think so. yes, yeah. She hasn't officially been on the show. But I believe Huck has named her, or they, yes. they collectively named her the Logger Lass. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, we had a wonderful time. Yeah, were there any beers that particularly stuck out for you? See, I knew you were going to ask me that because I was just, I was, <laughs> I was like, I was trying to cram that when I looked at the wall. There's just so many, um, and and weirdly, the ones that I remember more are the ones that uh, that I brought. Because uh, I brought this one from uh, from Revision, which I think I had mm-hmm. uh, one from them a while back in in Nevada. Uh, nice. It was called Fork Twenty Twenty, and it was just some <laughs> just amazing heavy imperial stout thing. Uh, finally got the uh, there. Oh, there's also a wonderful uh, nine pin cranberry cider um, that I brought that I brought there for Cider Girl, and that was uh, that was nice to taste that one too. But yeah, there was a uh, so much stuff, so much wonderful stuff. Uh, and uh, at the risk of sounding a cliche, a good time was had by all. Good. Well, I, I recall seeing uh, uh, images of that were sent to me, I think by Cider Girl, so not on social media, of Mother Pucker taking a picture behind the kill wall and then basically limboing her way under the table in order to safely get out. Um, oh, it was a video. It was video, yes. Okay, I, didn't, I don't think I saw that video. Oh, I, I, I think I that that might have just yeah. been sent to me as a way to make me feel sad that I was not able to join you guys. That makes sense. Uh, but, um, time. Yeah, it's always it's nice that those kinds of things are continuing. And, and you know, as 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 kind of sensitive and feeling what the Delta variant could do to our ability to socialize, uh, I think I will be most frustrated if those more informal gatherings that have started to happen again are the things that also have to go away, too. You know, if we move back to only drinking with each other on Zoom, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I know what you mean. And it's funny. They uh, it's it's I've got I've, I've gotten back into that in such a like I, I it's I enjoy them very much and they don't even mm-hmm. feel that awkward because uh, we yeah. had that's the second one I had at, uh, that it, when I went to Huck, Huck and Cider Girls for and I went to the one uh, Hazy Ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this past weekend. I found myself hosting one and oh. and suddenly had like all these incredible. Well, it was basically it was like I had a couple of friends who were in town who mm-hmm. were staying in my guest room because they're sure they're they're They just moved to California right before all of this happened or just as it was happening or too complicated to go into any further than that. Uh, but they're 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 So there was they're spending some time here and a couple of other places, but they were only in New York for the weekend. So okay. they were they were staying in my guest room. Uh, and there were another couple of other people who they were trying to figure out a way to go somewhere. And they said, you know, why don't you yeah. guys just come over here? And then a couple other came. And before I knew it, there were seven people in my apartment oh, and wow. it had that party vibe. And that's the first time I've had that in my space. Yeah. And, and it had, uh, and I had a, I don't, and, and no, in a very positive way, a very different feeling that I, unex- it was unexpected. It was like, just like, wow, this is great. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It was, uh, it got a little emotional. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to be to be around people again. It's it's good yeah. that that kind of thing is still happening. And you know, as much as we love our bars and uh, 
and restaurants and, and things like that. Sometimes it is nice to just hang out and have some drinks in someone's house. Yeah. Um, but you and I did some important beer venging in my neck of the woods. That's true. Uh, as well. Yes. Uh, it was a, a two hitter for us that evening. Well, three for me, but yeah. Well, yes. Well, you, you, so you might as well start because I was coming. Okay, from, sure. Uh, yeah. Be, yeah. yeah you, you had a very busy schedule that day, which yes. was busier even more by the time I got there based on the schedule you're going to have the following morning. Uh, Correct. And you had told me before about how the uh, Randolph rooftop was so great and mm-hmm. the Time Out New York market was great. And, yes. uh, and so, but I, I was mainly going out there, uh, aside from seeing you, uh, to go to Evil Twin. They had a new uh, stout called Nuts for Nuts that I wanted to pick up. Mm. And, uh, and and every time they have something I want, I want to get it at the brewery. Oh, for um, sure. Now, and, t- tell t- why don't you tell the, the nice folks at home? Because you and I have had this discussion a few times. But like, you, you have a whole theory about like distribution and how that all tends to work out. And, and I in no way am discouraging anyone from going to your local vendor to get it. Far from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. But when you see a, a can of beer or a bottle of beer at your at your local establishment, your bottle shop, your grocery store. Um, don't necessarily think that if the price is higher than you want it to be, that it's their fault because New York still has the three tier system where mm-hmm. you'll have the brewery and the middleman and, and then the place where you actually buy the beer. Um, and sometimes I've seen evil twins beers be as much as twice by the time it goes through the three tier system. Wow. Um, and, and so, yeah, so it's because I'm cheap that I, uh, <laughs> that I want to make sure that when there's a new one, I want to, I, I, but the crazy thing is I, I did that. And the reason I figured that out is because there was one that I liked so much that I bought it later. And I, 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 well, and I saw that it had doubled in price, but it was so good. I didn't care. And I got it anyway, but yeah. Uh, so, but this is like you, there will be a beer that you will see at evil twin brewery for, if, if you're buying a four pack comes down to about $6 a can. And sure. then by the time it gets you, it could be twelve. Right. It's not like uh, you know, it's not like 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 some of the deals you'll see at the airport. Not quite that bad. Not the twenty seven dollars <laughs> or whatever that nonsense. Yeah, they I can, yeah there was. A, what was it? I? Can't, I don't remember what that beer was, but it was uh, yeah, twenty seven dollar beer. And the real mistake was that oh, we charged you the draft price, the twenty ounce draft price instead of the uh, bottle price, and the bottle was still twenty, I think. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, this is why this is why back when I used to travel a little bit more for work, I never drank in airports because you see I, that, that, that the, the difference is if you're doing it vacation wise, you don't do it very much. You, right. you, you, you just realize that, like, I would like a drink now. And part of part of my vacation budget is paying for expensive airport. Beverage. Right. Right. Well, I was uh, even on a per diem and I was still like, mm that's half my per diem on this beer. We're not doing that. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. So yeah. anyway, so that's why I, I, was, I, was yeah. I was going out to the new Dumbo place to get this, this stout. And I got there early enough that, uh, and, and I, well, I, I think I had asked you, you know, mm-hmm. what, what do you have time for? So oh, let's just go to Randolph. So I decided to stop out at the time out New York market myself first. Right. And I wound up getting a, a very delicious uh, Nashville hot chicken sandwich. I All mean, right. It's kind of a sandwich from, uh, from Jacob's pickles. Right. Uh, I say it's kind of a sandwich because the the chicken is great. The breading is great. The spices are great. It's not a sandwich. It's a (laughs) knife and fork uh, endeavor. Uh, Well, it's just like they have these like these, these, this like tiny little uh, uh, like Southern biscuit thing that they Mm -hmm. say is the bread, which, you know, which is that nice kind of flaky thing, but it can't stand up to this massive piece of chicken. So, uh, but it, it was all very delicious. 
Um, and then I met you at uh, at the Dumbo Evil Twin. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was a that was a lot of fun. They've continued to uh, I had a couple of their collaborative beers. I had a number of their IPAs, which were um, pretty great. Um, I, I've noticed with them of late that they've been doing a lot of sour IPAs, which I assume is sort of a nod to summer. And um, it has been something that's been getting me a little bit more into sours. I'll be honest. OK, you know. Yeah. yeah. Is it, is, given that this has been my year of trying sours, I've been thankful to Evil Twin for pushing me in that direction. Yeah, I believe I uh, I stuck to my form uh, there. Well, because yes. I, I think I hadn't had their uh, Barely Wine. Um, yeah. That's the name of their barley wine. It's called Barely right. Wine. Uh, mm-hmm. And oh, wow, what an imp- impressive uh, bit of craftsmanship there. If I were Very doing plumby. a blind test, I would never, I would never say this was a barley wine. Yeah. Uh, it just, it's like a 13%, but so smooth and mm-hmm. quaffable. Uh, quaffable. I mean, Crushable. You, can, you, you can sip it, but it's not hard to quaff it, which is, uh, which is how those beers get you in trouble. And then I had to have the uh, gingerbread stout on tap. Yes. I hadn't had it on tap and it was wonderful. It is quite delicious. Now, now you have, you were there for the nuts for nuts. Have you had yes. a chance to try that one yet? I have. Uh, and okay. I've shared it with a few people and it's, okay. it's, it's, uh, it's a little sweeter than I'm generally craving these days, but but really well done. Yeah, okay. it's like it's a combination of uh, of of uh, peanuts and cashews and almonds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's uh, the the peanuts and the cashews and almonds are all like honey roasted uh, oh, versions okay. of that. And then there's also like cashew crunch in there. Oh, okay. So yeah, so there's it's 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 not like the kind of sweetness you associate with peanut butter, but it definitely has, you taste the honey for sure. Yeah. Oh, that sounds pretty nice. And it's, uh, yeah, I, I assume like 13%, it a... 13%, oh, or wow. maybe 12. I think it's a 13. Well, it, yeah. it's, it was going to say between 12 and 13, I'm drinking a 12 right now. And yeah. between 12 and 13, does it really matter? That's a really good question. I, I don't, I, I think the answer is no. I mean, I'm sure for some purists out there that they would be offended that I said that. But um, but, you know, once I, I at least in the way it affects me, I definitely never see the difference between a 12 and a 13. Right now, once you yeah. I would say 15, it's. Oh, yeah. It, it's, that's something else. Uh, well, the barley wine episode. If oh, you I realized I didn't I, I didn't quite get this uh, before. I just found it out. This is an 8.3 that I'm drinking. Oh, OK. All the right. White Boy Summer is an 8.3. Well, you know, those white boys by the pool, they, they need a little extra. <clears throat> well, yes, yes. It'd be shame if uh, their rafts tipped over. Um, yes. But, uh, um, but, but yeah, yeah and, then, so, and then after that, we went over to uh, Randolph. Yes, where, where disappointment was had, I'm afraid, um, uh, in that the rooftop um, was closed. Uh, they are closed on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So it's only open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So word to the wise. FYI, but we did have, uh, a, I mean, I, I was impressed. They had the windows open. It was super like airy. There was almost no one there, which, you know, I guess is not ideal if to keep the doors open, but I thought our bartender slash server was pretty exceptional. Oh, he was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and we continued to explore a little bit with the beer wall there, which for those of you who are longtime listeners know is my father's favorite part of going to Randolph and certainly one of mine. Um, and uh, one of the things that uh, I thought was so great was our bartender uh, there. Uh, I was not pouring the, my beer particularly well. I was having their side hustle, which is one of which is one I've had on the beer cast, but also yeah. one of my favorite ones from them. Um, and I just could not make I could not make the thing pour. And he took a look and uh, actually 
uh, like verify that there was something a little bit up, but he went and poured me a really just beautiful, perfect pour, just a gorgeous, like well done, exactly what you'd want kind of ace. I was so impressed. So, and the, ad, the added vilification that it wasn't your fault. It was the but That was also nice. But ultimately, I was just so impressed by his skill yeah. um, that uh, that I, you know, I mean, of course, if you're not tri- tipping 20% right now, please don't go out to bars and restaurants. But he got even a little extra as just a little thank you for being very impressive on his pouring skills. Yeah. And uh, and you can even go above 20 if you feel like it, because mm-hmm. uh, it's it's. Um, just, just, it goes back again. Just don't be a dick. Yep. Uh, but also, if you can go a little further, go a little further. Yeah. Uh, if your service seems slow, understand that that might not be their fault. Uh, and don't take it out on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be grateful oh, that yeah. you can go out uh, more yes. than anything else. We are we are fortunate to be in this time when we are still safe to be able to do that kind of thing. A yeah. Bit, so. And 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 uh, part sometimes because they're slow. Uh, might be because they're understaffed and don't blame the person who actually is there. <laughs> yeah, that. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> People, do that. People do that all the time. It's like if, if something is beyond someone's control and they want to take it out on whatever face they can see. And yeah. that, uh, well, that, that's a classic dick move, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It sounds like a white boy summer move. There it is. Yes. I can certainly see. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I can see. I can see this guy uh, just making a fuss because he didn't exactly. get his beer soon enough. Yeah. I like oh. beer. Do you? Do you like yeah. beer and calendars? Wow. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Goodness gracious. Um, well, uh, yeah. I mean, and that I feel like that is sort of, at least from my end, that's been my uh, out in the world drinking adventures. I don't know if you've had any others that you need to mention. Um, that's that's most of it. I, I did uh I did head out to the uh the beer garden the other day. Mm, I hadn't been there lovely. in a little while. Um, how are things there? Still- it's still not my favorite place to be on a Saturday night, but uh, Fair. They're, no, they're, they're busy. Um, that's sort of one of those places where I, I think they are understaffed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, I stayed there, had a picture uh, with, uh, with the Belgian babe and our friends. And, uh, and we took off just because it's like, we uh, rather than get frustrated to how long it was going to take to get food. We just, you know, we, we still, we had, we had a nice pitcher of beer tipped well, but then just, Okay. They're, they've got they got more than they can handle right now. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. But I'm glad to see that they came out of that thing last summer where they, uh, you know, there there were a lot of people who weren't following the rules and got them shut yep. down. Yeah, I remember that. That was sad. So it's good to see them up up and at the whole thing again. Uh, I did have something that's, I mean, I, I wound up going to Sunswick again, but the reason yep. I did was because yesterday, for the first time in over a year and a half, I went to a movie. Oh. Wow, that's exciting. It How was, was exciting. that? Tell us about it. Uh, this is the Regal in my neighborhood. It's uh, okay. right near uh, the uh, Kaufman Astoria Studios uh, mm-hmm. in Astoria. Um, and I, uh, yeah, I, um, I haven't, I'm, if, it, if they start getting more movies that I want to see, I might actually buy the, the, the pass because I want, that's an industry I don't want to go away. Right, uh, of course. I, I want there to be movie theaters. Uh, but I, I, for whatever reason, I, I just I bought, bought a single Passed and I was having problems with the machine, didn't mm-hmm. the, my, with my credit card. But I want I want to buy. They they are currently right now um, still making masks optional for vaccinated people. Okay. Again, not asking for proof, but right. I well, felt, that will happen soon. 
but I did feel even all those things aside, I felt safe because in the past I was, I never called it that, but I've always been a social distancer with regard to movies. <laughs> Fair. Meaning I deliberately try to choose to go times when there's not going to be many people there. Um, not because sense. I, not because I was worried about the virus before, uh, since the, that virus wasn't there. It was mostly because I, I, I tried to avoid assholes. And I found I generally find, uh, depending on what theater you're in, if you're going to mm-hmm. see a mass market movie, the bigger the crowd is, the more likely there will be larger asshole. Content. Correct. Correct. Makes sense. Um, so I, I, I like to I like to go to movies on like a Monday afternoon at two o'clock or while well, everyone else is watching the Super Bowl or things like that. And so this was uh, this was at three o'clock on a Tuesday. I went to see the new movie Stillwater, uh, the new uh Tom McCarthy directed uh, Matt Damon movie about this, uh, uh, and and I and I enjoyed it. And there were maybe five people in the theater, so it was like mm. the, the, the crazy thing about it. All of it is like you know I steeled myself up for it, and it was there were probably less people around than when I used to do this before. Oh, okay, that so, tracks. Yeah, yeah, felt very felt very safe. Felt very good to be seeing a movie in a movie theater again. Oh, that's exciting. Again, yeah. a little bit of normalcy coming back our way. Uh, steps and steps. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of movies, we do have some um, v- uh, from the world of superhero uh, news that's coming out here. And it actually has to do with my namesake to a degree. Um, of course, for those of you who are uh, comic book fans, DC especially, uh, you may, of course, know that uh, Robin was the boy wonder and I am naturally the beer wonder, uh, granted to me by the captain and uh, Huck for my exploratory nature with beer. Um, but uh, And your enthusiasm. The, your and my enthusiasm. enthusiasm, I think. My boyish enthusiasm, well. I'll take that. Uh, and today, uh, in, in comic book news, Tim Drake, who was briefly known as the youngest Robin, but is also referred to as the Red Robin, uh, has come out as queer. At least in the oh, yeah. in the in the this week's Batman Urban Legends, uh, he was asked out by a nice boy to go on a date, and he said yes, which makes him the very first queer member of Batman's immediate family in 15 years since Batwoman. So uh, I wanted to say cheers to uh, the boy wonder out there from the beer wonder. Well, very good. Now I'm curious: mm-hmm. is uh, I don't I don't I don't really follow the the DC comic universe or or any comic universe uh, to a great extent. Um, is, is that, is the way that works is there've just been a series of Robins? Yes. There've been a couple of Robins. There was a Robin that died. Has it um, always been the same Batman? Uh, I'm, I, that part, I don't know. I'll be okay. honest. I haven't because, gone that yeah, deep. Cause, cause the only, the only Robin I can name is Dick Grayson. Well, yes, that's the classic. He was the original one. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Dick Grayson is Drake and he's bad. Yeah. He's he's, uh, all right. And there have, there have been a few after that. I'll be honest. I don't follow along that much. Um, This one came across my uh, virtual desk, if you will, as I was listening to the radio this morning uh, before and, and they announced it. And I was like, Oh, you know what? The beer ventures are having an important meeting later today. Uh, I should at least give a little shout out to, uh, to our superhero brethren who may not necessarily be fighting the good fight for beer, um, but are still fighting the good fight out there in the world. Very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, so that, that, yeah, that is, that is a milestone. It's, uh, it, it's, it's, uh, and I, and I hope there are no, uh, no, no toxic, uh, conversations going on on a, a message board about that. I hope not. Well, that's okay. We'll just, we'll just, uh, send them all some white boy summer to drink and it'll be, uh, we will, we will. And, uh, we no, might, put a little, uh, might put a little something else in there. Oh, my. 
Don't say um, that too loud. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, no, I'm not. Certainly not advocating poisoning uh, toxic men as much as we would like to. Uh, but no, no, we yeah, they're they're poison enough as they are. They'd probably absorb it. Um, <laughs> That's true. They feed speaking off of, it. of 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 toxic uh, masculinity in the culture, yes. and the, I did. I, uh, I, I that that journey is still going on. Uh, okay, if, mm-hmm. following it on. Uh, right. I haven't been following all of them scrupulously on uh, Instagram, which is where most of the conversation seems to be had. But mm-hmm. there was a particular interesting one recently about what, a brewery that we like called uh, Non Sequitur. Yes, you mentioned uh, this to me, and I don't have any of the names committed to memory. But basically, mm-hmm. it had to do with uh, the guy who runs it, or I think I, I think there's several people who run it, but he's perhaps the main uh, mm-hmm. person there, and he'd had an issue with someone who worked for them years before while they were dating. Um, and she, she sort of, conf- when all these things started coming up, she said, you need to make amends with me over this. And he said, okay. But then apparently by her standards, he was dragging his feet. And so oh. then she made a public statement and then he made a public statement and they're having a lot of things where they're, they're, they're saying they're trying to put more standards into place. So they, by all appearances are attempting to do the right thing. Well, We'll, like many of these things, we'll need some follow ups for it. But of course, but yeah, they are they're having a not very good moment in all of this. And I was at the grocery store the other day and I saw their their most recent uh, Pink Boots release. Which mm. We, we mm-hmm. talked about Pink Boots. Oh, you know more about this than I do, I think, Beer Wonder. They, right. They're, it's they're, uh, basically, it's a project every year, not unlike a, Black is Beautiful and all the other things like that. Right. It's specifically, though, to support women brewers. Um, and so yes. proceeds go to training and and encouraging women in the industry, which is fantastic. But I think if they had a time machine for what was coming down the pike, they oh, may gosh. not they may not have named their pink boot selection this year. That don't impress me much. Oof. Yeah. Choices. Choices were made and they were less than ideal. It happens. Um, um so well, speaking though of a woman in brewing who we do uh, are big fans of, the hazy lady, also known as Molly, oh, yeah. uh, has uh, kindly invited me to be her co-host on her Brews Less Traveled podcast this month. So with her, we are exploring the town of Lexington. So if you just need more beer wonder in your life, you can always check out that podcast. Which, if you're not already, like you should be, because it's actually a really good podcast. Yes, and you might even find out a few uh, more clues to his secret identity. Exactly. Exactly. There's there's been already too much revealed. I need to I need to dial it back. That yeah. That's I don't know. The, I, I I have yet to determine what is too much. Uh, since uh, you know, we 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 said early on, we 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 uh very staunchly defend our secret identities, except when we don't. Exactly. Sobriety tends to help ruin yeah. that for us. So, well, that's the thing. Are are we we have secret identities, but we drink so. Yeah, those can't exist really too too well together, and sometimes it's just as simple as we have a really good picture with our faces showing. He's like, "Well, I'm not going to deny our beer vendoring fans all uh, however many hundred are out there and I'm, growing." We hope and growing. Uh, well, here's the thing: if our beer vendoring fans want to contact us or send us pictures of their beautiful faces and what they're drinking, how might they do that, Captain? Uh, well, the 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 most direct way would be uh, if you're. Uh, it's weird to say that. I'm using an email as an old fashioned thing because I remember yes. when there was an email, but old school, you can email mm-hmm. us at thebeervengers at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on all the socials at, at the beer vengers. Well, I don't know, not a, how can you be on all the socials? All the ones that matter or that people the care Instagrams, about. The Instagrams, the Facebooks, and the Twitter. 
the Twitter. And the Twitters. Uh, yes. We're on all of those. I think I even signed us up for LinkedIn a little while ago. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, we're I'm professional sure, now. I'm not sure how that works, but uh, it was on the <laughs> Podbean thing. It said, here, so so that's there, but I don't know. I don't know how you, but the other ones are better. Uh, but yeah. or, or And if you want to listen to us, uh, well, you know how to listen to us because you're listening to us right now, but uh, mm-hmm. all the places you get your podcasts. Um, and, uh, we're, uh, we're doing a little bit of retooling right now, as far as, uh, we, we, we planned on eventually getting back to a weekly, but we're taking a, a quasi summer break. Uh, we may be back next week. We might be back in a couple weeks. Uh, and if you want regular updates as to when our episodes come out, uh, you can, when you email us, let us know to put a, put you on the mailing list, uh, because when oh, yeah. we have episodes, we release a newsletter every time we have a new episode. So it includes poor picks, descriptions from the captain, all sorts of good stuff. Yeah, and uh, and then you can you know we can, we we accept all emails because uh, we, 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 we hope we don't make us block you, but <laughs> we accept all emails, be they fan letters, be they hate letters, and uh, be they uh, you know expressionist poetry. Exactly. Just uh, I think the lesson from this episode really is just don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. I mean, see now, now beer wonder. I'm a little conflicted because if someone is a dick and I get a chance to call them out on the show, that will make for a very memorable chunk of the yeah, show. That's true. That way, but, but you're right. We shouldn't encourage it because we should not really, encourage dickish behavior. Really, people who are determined to be a dick, they're not listening to us now anyway. No, they, and yeah, very true. Is that the next? Is that is that going to be the title of this episode? Don't be a dick. Well, that or white boy summer. <laughs> Yeah. Don't be Either a dick way. The, don't be a dick in the white boy summer. Uh, I don't know. There's well, a lot well, happening there. Yes. Uh, but uh, don't worry. We'll, you'll know by the time you're hearing it because you'll see it on the episode title. All right. Uh, any anything else we need to talk about? I think I think I've I've covered all of my important beer avenging business. And uh, and this 12 percenter is starting to make me feel uh, very happy. So excellent. That that's what that, that's what the beer is here for you to make. It's very happy. true. Mm-hmm. You can't be happy without beer. Oh, that's a bad message. Uh, that, but Ugh. hopefully, yeah. anyway, uh, I think that is it. Uh, and uh, we will come back anytime. Not exactly sure when, uh, but very soon. And thank you all for listening. Thank you, uh, Beer Wonder, for being here. And, Always uh, a pleasure. And uh, now I think uh, Huck is going to play us out. With the beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers, beer, beer, beer. Beer Avengers. We're the Beer Avengers. Avengers.